gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Enrique Alvarez Clearing. Uh, it is good to be back with you here on a Monday, fresh out of the weekend, ready for another week of the Ticket Water Cooler. Of course, uh, this week we do have Boys State Basketball Tournament, so uh, we'll be in when we can, but for sure today and tomorrow, and it's a good weekend. What a weekend it was uh, for Husker Sports. Of course, a Nebraska baseball with a huge win over Vanderbilt on Friday. Also beat Hawaii. Couldn't get it done against the defending champs, but still a very good showing out there. Of course, Nebraska basketball got the victory in Iowa City yesterday. Um, so it's just a, a great week, uh, weekend of sports for Nebraska basketball. And, we, you know, in, in Nebraska sports in general, we need more weekends like that. My friend texted me, uh, you know, how great of a weekend it was. I was like, yeah, this feels different. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this doesn't happen as, as often as maybe it used to. Uh, but uh, hopefully Nebraska sports will will get rolling here. Um, I know one thing that it will be rolling here pretty soon is uh, spring ball, and Matt Rule stepped to the podium today to kind of talk about spring ball, what's happening there, uh, and really emphasizing practice. I mean, I know that these guys are, um, you know, always uh, always have good, you know, like, I don't know how else to say it other than <laughs> Matt Rule knows how to get you going. He knows how to say the right things. Um, and it's been a bit of a goal this offseason for me not to completely buy into the football words that they throw out there because they're really good at doing it. But again, today, emphasizing how important practice is going to be the most important thing uh, for this team. And, and then also saying, you know, the coaches are going to have to kind of learn a little bit as they get going. It's, it's a new it's a kind of a new setting for everybody. I kind of like embracing that. You know, some some coaches will come in and say, um, you know, listen to me. I'm the leader. We've got, you know, this is what, you know, where we're going to move forward. But we all know that, you know, the second year of an, an offense is going to be further along than the first year. The first year is all about install. The second year, you're mm-hmm. kind of adding different things to it. So it is, it is going to be a little bit of a, a learning method for everybody out here, but um, really ready for things to go. And again, for me, um, talk about, uh, you know, college football not having an offseason. This spring is going to be fascinating because, of course, they are over scholarship limit. Uh, and uh, we're going to have to see. That, I mean, you expect this is kind of where people will learn where they are and, and, you know, where they might be come around fall time. Well, you had uh, Rule speaking today along with Chief Borders and Thomas Fedoni. I think one of them is still going right now. But um, those three spoke today, and I listened a little bit to Rule, and he was talking about, you know, the offense and, and getting used to it. And he's he's worked with – um, Satterfield um, for multiple years. I think he was with him at Temple. He was with that with him at Baylor. He was with him uh, in Carolina for a while as well um, before he ended up going to South Carolina. And um, he says that it's it's a little funny because he went to South Carolina and now that he's here back working with him, they're they're still calling kind of the same things and they know you know the same offense. But when he went to South Carolina, he might have changed the verbiage a little bit. So they're still getting used to that. Um, whereas, you know, they have the comfortability with each other, having worked together before. But now there's just a couple of words here and there that are different that they're trying to get past. And, you know, they had a little offseason competition to, to keep everybody involved outside of just practice. They want to get everybody involved in the community and, and get everybody involved with just Husker Athletics as a whole. And that's something that I can really get behind is, you know, 
you come in as the football coach, and I understand you're you're going to obviously coach football and coach these young men, but you're you're trying to build them up to be young men in the community and, and pillars of their communities wherever they end up. So, um, being able to say that you know you have these guys, and although it's a competition and they want to win, maybe this is 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 opening their eyes to you know some other sports that maybe they hadn't witnessed before or you know it's getting them out in the community and and helping them to realize look I I may have came to Nebraska to play football uh, and obviously be a student athlete but to play football but you know being around these other sports being around these these you know adults in the community these kids in the community has made me realize like I want to help out in the Lincoln area outside of just you know hopefully bringing joy with with victories on the football field so that's something that I can really get behind you know outside of the football Kool-Aid is just the the uh, the young men being leaders in the community and, and helping out and, and um, being pillars and, and faces of this football team, of this athletic department, and also supporting the other sports. You know, he said that they had, you know, a whole bunch of people at a tennis match. I don't I know. I've never been to a tennis match here. I feel like that'd be really interesting. But he said that there were a bunch of football players at a tennis match. They've been to sand volleyball. They go to volleyball games, obviously, basketball games. Uh, I don't know if any of them, you know, found their way out to, to bowling um, this past weekend. But that's something that I can really get behind uh, with Rule and this coaching staff is is helping having these guys be something out outside of just football players. Yeah, and, and they certainly we, – we've seen them at sporting events, and, and so, um, you know, I think that's interesting. Also, the, the guys that, they, that he brought to the podium, I think it, it's noteworthy because I don't know if you just – I mean, they, they I suppose it would feel somewhat random if you're just kind of pointing to two guys on the roster, but these guys uh, were not random. Fedon was the captain of the offseason competition uh, winning team, so, you know, he, one of the leaders there mm-hmm. in that locker room. You're, you got to assume, Fedon, if you're taking a captain spot. Uh, Borders, by, by the way, was a leading point winner in the offseason competition, so um, these are guys that probably have emerged early on as rule kind of looks. You know, it's kind of a clean slate. Um, for you know the depth chart and all that, but it's also that same way in leadership. When when a new coach comes in and kind of it identifies who who those guys are going to be. Um, so I thought that was impressive. Two guys that obviously haven't seen a lot of the field at Nebraska for different reasons. Borders just transferring in from Florida, where he played mostly special teams. Fedoni dealing with the injuries um, that have that has cut his season short the last couple of years, and, and really didn't even get on the field last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it was interesting, he is uh, not lacking of confidence. So you talk about a guy that, uh, like we said, maybe a captain for one of their, their team units out there. Um, it, this is a guy with supreme confidence. He was one of the top tight ends in the nation, as we all know, top recruit for Nebraska a few seasons ago. Right up there with Brock Bowers, who might go on to be the best mm-hmm. tight end as far as uh, trophy rooms, uh, national titles and Mackey Awards and others. Uh, one of the best tight ends of all time. And Thomas Fedon, in some rankings, was ranked above him. Uh, and he said today... Uh, he still wants, you know, still wants to be that Mackey Award winner. He still wants to be a first-round draft pick. So, you know, those injuries that you might worry about, kind of adding up, and, and maybe you know, some guys you just never get back to form. Yep. Um, Matt Rule said, it, you know, didn't look like a guy that was coming off of injury. He's got the supreme confidence. Uh, even mentioned that he was, he, he if it were up to him, he would have went last year. <laughs> <laughs> they do have to protect him from himself, though. That is something that, is, that Rule yeah. said is is with those injuries, you want to avoid. Um, future ACL injuries so they're 
he'll do a little bit of, of protecting Fedoni from himself because, as you said, he doesn't lack in confidence. He still has these lofty goals and dreams that he wants to accomplish and maybe he pushes himself a little bit too hard. And I, I'm not, you know, just it's just speculation that could have led to the second ACL injury is just pushing yourself a little too hard, coming back a little bit before you were actually ready. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where you, you want him to be um, 100. And, you know, somebody made fun of me the last time I said this. He, you want him to be 110% healthy 100 percent is the physical part of it the 10 percent is the mental part of it you know i i doubt he'll have any issues from the mental side of things he seems as you said supremely confident in in his abilities his physical abilities and all that so i think that that's taken care of now you just have to make sure that his body is is ready to go where his mind wants to take him but um that is a guy that that rule. Both of those guys are guys that that rule was was talking about. He didn't want to single anybody out, but those two, obviously, he's bringing them to the podium. Uh, did a great job of of being competitive and leading those off season workouts. They did talk about with the off season workouts and the competition that they had. They had a draft of sorts. So they had the captains and they had a draft. And he said that you know before you had some guys who were you know taking their friends and all this, and then they realized, oh, maybe we need you know if you were a skill guy, you're taking skill guys. Maybe we need a big guy for certain competitions. Mm. Oh, you know this is my friend. But I realized he shows up late to everything and we're losing points because of it. So I'm sorry, man, I'm gonna have to cut you loose and, and pick up somebody that's always on time for things. And and uh, he, he just said that it's it's kind of forced people out of their comfort zone, out of their, you know, just regular um, friend group, position right? room, okay. their friend group. Yeah. And everybody is kind of coming together and it's building a, a, a tighter team which is something that you really want to see going forward with Nebraska. That's that's something that will hopefully lead to victories on the field. Yeah, I, I I hope that that's the case. It, it's it's interesting. I think that that's a, that's good to try to get the team together, try to get the team uh, to move in as a unit as one. Um, but it, it really is. I mean, when you kind of kind of still kind of think about your your own thoughts when when Nebraska at this point in the season, um, I'm I'm still a little bit trepidatious, a little bit worried about Matt Rule's year ones. And I know there I know the reasons. I know mm-hmm. that he was taking over a rebuild there in 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 at, at, at Baylor and Temple. We could say it's a tough place to to win. They were switching conferences, which is particularly difficult. To ask Bo Pelini, uh, but uh, it's uh, um, so. I, I but I do. I'm a little bit hesitant. And I'm a little bit. Uh, you know, maybe it's just the years of losing Nebraska football. Now <laughs> that's tough for me to buy into too much of the offseason stuff. But I do get excited. I mean, you, it's just hard to separate for me. Oh, the the team is like getting together. The team imp- morale is improving. Um, and bought get in. too excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> remember when that was the thing? I don't know if everybody's bought in. Oh, everybody's bought oh, yeah. in. The buy-in is <laughs> yeah. That was a that was a really famous phrase for a while here for whatever. Oh reason. yeah, uh, but it, it it is it is fascinating. And either way, again this this spring is just going to be. I, I I mean I'm I'm so interested in it just because I don't know what it's going to look like at the end. I, I think it has to look different than it currently does. Um, not just with the scholarship limits, but Matt Rule has had success in the past changing guys' positions, and and even Chief Ford has talked about it today. He doesn't necessarily know what he's going to be doing in Tony White's defense. He could play on the front line. He could play kind of at the linebacker position. Mm-hmm. That's the benefit of, of Tony White's defense is you're going to have a lot of, uh, you know, tweeners or whatever you want to call it, uh, able to move uh, move off. And, and you can go from a five-man front with Chief Borders playing up front, uh, you know, against a, run, a, a stack-heavy team or a stack-heavy play call. And the next play... He's dropping back in the linebacker position. So I don't know. I, I, I'm interested in the terminology that they're going to use for those guys that are somewhat interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Um, they still kind of have 
the nickel position on the roster, but you know the rover is kind of more what they and you got to yeah. have different names for it depending on what school you go to. Usually, yeah. you know the Husker. I don't know what you do. Whatever you're gonna it. call it. Yeah, yeah the, the, <laughs> the, 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 I don't remember what TCU's called it, but something to do with the frog. You know, yeah. so it's, it's just always just <laughs> dependent on what school you're going to, I suppose. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see. You know, a lot of those tweeners, as you said. Uh, I feel like with this defense, you're gonna be able to get some more of those guys who you want to get on the field, but you're not exactly sure where you're going to place them, if they're going to have their hand in the dirt, if they're going to be stand-up, if they're going to drop back in coverage. I feel like with this defense, you're going to be able to get more than just one guy that's like that, where you know supremely athletic, you're just not exactly sure where to put them. You're going to be able to get more of them on the field, and that's going to help this defense in whatever situation they get put into. So uh, I'm really excited to see that. The defense is going to be really interesting. The offense is also something that you're going to be looking forward to. And like you said, you know maybe year one, year from year one to year two, the offense does normally get better. In this one, we're looking at a legit quarterback competition. He talked about Casey Thompson. He's going to be very limited uh, in this this spring, in these spring practices, just because even if he is, you know healthy or if he's cleared you still want to be careful and protect him because that is a guy who has dealt with multiple injuries over the course of his college career so if he ends up um being completely healthy and is able to practice they're still going to kind of uh hold hold the reins back a little bit with him just because you don't want to you want to avoid uh, another injury with him yeah yeah, and and I, I was thinking too there with the with the defense too. I, I I think you know there is kind of the overwhelming question: is the three three five going to work at Nebraska? But the other part of it is like how quickly is it going to work? Because mm-hmm. that is that's a bigger install. That's a bigger uh, kind of jump to in my mind at least. Um, as you know, as opposed to just saying, "Hey, coming in, we're going to run the four And so you kind of have some familiarity, and um, you know, you can you could kind of jump maybe from where Bill Bush had it or whatever kind of package they have. But they decide to go this alternate route. I do think it is going to, um, you know, in the long term, I don't have problems problems with. It. I think it will work out. Again, it's it's very flexible. It can get a lot of different looks, um, and I think that'll be beneficial, especially long term for the offense going through that. You know, scout team defense. Um, you know, you can get a lot of different looks. I just think it might take a little bit longer to get situated in, uh, which m- could mean uh, a little bit of a rocky start at the beginning. And this year, you don't have. Uh, I would like to make fun of a, a Georgia Southern or Northern Illinois. Oh wait, not those teams. <laughs> oh wait, you still uh, lost. <laughs> yeah, anyway. uh, but those type of teams waiting for you. You have Minnesota and Colorado out of the break, right so, out of the gate. So there's not a whole lot of time for adjusting. Um, th- it will still happen. You can't change the, the natural order of things. Mm-hmm. But um, it uh, hopefully they can get it running right out of. You the get gate. to see how that three three five works in the Big Ten immediately. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota's got their own adjusting to do, though, so we'll we'll see. They've, they're losing all their sixth-year seniors. Oh no! There forever. There's a lot of a lot of cool things happening for in Husker athletics. Is you know, uh, Big Ten or uh, Nebraska wrestling finishes third at Big Ten. Silas Allred, uh, Big Ten champion at 190. Uh, I think it was 195. I have to make sure. I don't want to. I don't want to get his weight wrong. But uh, Silas Allred is the Big Ten champion for Nebraska. Nebraska finishes third. They had five guys in the Big Ten championship finals. Uh, Silas Allred, the only one that comes away with the title. Uh, they finished with 104 and a half team points, 197. That's what mm. Silas Allred won. Yeah, no, shout out to to all the Huskers uh, doing work out there. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk some NFL. Uh, the the uh, Cowboys have decided their franchise tag, and the Saints have decided on their quarterback. So we'll talk about that coming up next. Yeah. 